0: Wherever you get your podcasts, Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry. Welcome to the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. Well folks, here it is. The Christmas season is finally here. So on today's episode of the Real Health Podcast, I thought I would bring you something a little bit different. Um, your December survival guide. We're going to have a look at nights out, how to <laughs> how to lessen the impact of those nights out, how to stay as healthy as possible without being angelic. Because let's face it, in December, everyone goes out more. There's more parties, more events, more nights out. And I think this year than ever before, I've got clients who seem to be out a huge amount. So this is going to be very, very important as an episode for you. We'll look at how to balance the nights out, what to do on them and how to make sure that you lessen the impact of those nights. We'll also look at exercise and how to try and keep your exercise going during probably the hardest month of the year. Don't worry, this is simple tips as always. Um, they're going to be easy to follow. They're things I do myself and I've learned myself over the years. And I've found my clients that work really, really well. Because remember, life is about balance. Going out is good, having fun, having a party is great. But let's just try not to go too crazy. Uh, That's important. And keep your health on track over the course of December. As ever, if you have any questions for us on this episode or any previous episode, do drop me an email. It's uh, realhealth at independent.ie or at carlhenrypt on Instagram and on Twitter. Or even if you have any suggestions for guests, we have some brilliant, brilliant shows coming up over the course of the next two months. Um, Some really exciting guests that I am dying to tell you about, but I can't just yet. But let's just say we have some Irish podcast exclusives coming up over the course of the next couple of months. Uh, So it's very, very exciting. Anyway, let's pull it back. So a survival guide for December. First of all, I want to have a look at nights out. Simple tips you can do to uh, ensure you have a good night out, but also don't ruin your health for the next couple of days, because we've all done that heavy night, and all of a sudden it's three or four days later, and you just don't want to exercise or don't feel like exercising, and that's never a good thing, because it just it just gets worse and worse and worse. So, first thing, never go out on a night out on an empty stomach. That's really really important. Um, if you do, you're more likely to eat bad food. The effect of the alcohol will be a lot quicker, uh, but it's just it's just never a good thing. So if you're going out for an event, um, even out for uh, you know, for drinks, or even out for a dinner, just don't leave it too long uh, after your last meal. So get it two to three hours, maybe three hours ahead of that meal or that night out. Get some food into you if you're going for dinner. Have a piece of fruit, have some nuts and some seeds, have just something, just some kind of food, so that when you get to the table, if you're going to a restaurant, you don't munch all the bread and all the white rolls and everything else before your food arrives. So you actually can make healthier choices because you're not starving. It's like going shopping for your food on an empty stomach in the supermarket. Never a good idea because you'll always make worse choices because of the fact that you're just hungry. Um, you may even be hangry, which is an even worse thing, because you're hungry and angry at the same time, which is never good, because you'll make really poor decisions in terms of what you choose. You'll always choose the least healthy option. Um, so it's a simple way to ensure that you're going to stay healthy, especially in terms of canapes as well. If you go to an event and you've had food, you've had maybe dinner, if you know it's drinks and canapes and drinks and finger food, you'd be less likely to go for the dodgy ones that you know aren't healthy but might be slightly yummy. But be less likely to go for them so that's a good thing. The second tip I have for you is I think we brought up before with Orla Walsh um, a couple of episodes ago about chewing your food and slowing your eating down. As a nation we eat too fast Uh, what happens there is you do um, the least amount of work in your mouth with your teeth which are there to break the food down and your tummy has to do a huge amount more work to uh, break those to break the food down. So Ideally, put your knife and your fork down in between each each chew. So take the food, put it into your mouth, knife and fork down, and just chew your food for 30 to 45 seconds, ideally. And do as much work as you possibly can in your mouth, and your body will digest it better, especially with the likes of steak and meats. That takes a huge amount of time to digest far longer than fish um, or even the white meats. So chewing your food is absolutely crucial. So knife and fork down in between each mouthful, chew your food, and uh, your body will process it better, you'll digest it better, and it's generally healthier overall. If it's a particularly late night, avoid steaks. Steaks late at night are not a good idea because you would take forever to digest them and to process them. Always go for the lighter option, so fish is brilliant. and We don't eat enough fish generally, people don't like to cook it. Now I myself, I'm learning my way through cooking fish. Uh, It's great to have it when it's out, when you're out in a restaurant, let somebody else cook it and it's a really light meat, really healthy for you, really good for you and very simple to digest as well. Tip number three, water and wine or water and alcohol always go together. This is important. If you have just a glass of wine on the table and that's it, that's all you're going to drink over the course of that meal or again, if you're at an event where it's canapes and, or something like that or even just drinks, always have uh, alcohol and, wa- and water together really important and sip between the two or if you're out in a bar or out in a nightclub or anything like that go one-on-one-off so alcohol water alcohol water that water is crucial in terms of hydration in terms of helping to deal with the alcohol that's going into your body and it's just a simple way to lessen the quantity of alcohol that you drink i think as a nation we're really bad for that we pressurize people into drinking loads and loads and loads well that's a simple way to slow it down you'll naturally slow down your 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 drinking You'll drink less. You'll feel better. You'll be hydrated, and it's a very simple way to do it. So, water and wine on a table, or if you're in a nightclub, um, one drink alcohol, one drink water, one drink alcohol, and one drink water. Makes sense? Oh, I hope so. As you can see, I'm not trying to be—I'm not going to be a killjoy or a scrooge. It is Christmas. You have to party and enjoy yourself. But these are simple ways that can just keep you somewhat healthy over the over the course of the night. Um, sticking with water for the next tip. Tip number four is uh, make sure you have water before bed um, or make water your last drink on that night out. I myself, I don't really drink a huge amount. When I do, um, I will always have a pint of water before I go to bed. Again, it's really good for hydration, which is one of the key things that's going to help prevent that hangover the very next morning. Uh, If it's a particularly heavy night, uh, dioralite is a really good supplement to get. It's uh, basically salts for hydration and it's dioralite. And there's two versions. The one is very salty and one is a blackcurrant flavor, which is my favorite. Um, I use it for events or races and stuff like that. But it's a very, very handy way to help the body rehydrate. Even if you're dehydrated in the morning, a sachet of dioralite will uh, work wonders for you. It's absolutely brilliant. But water before bed or else water your last drink. Two more tips when it comes to food and when it comes to eating it. Um, the first one is on your plate. Aim for protein and vegetables. Uh, it's a simple way to keep you choosing the right. So, if it's something all our clients do when they eat out. So, protein will be your meats. It'll be chicken, fish, uh, steak, turkey, um, ham, potentially um, eggs, uh, tofu uh, if you're if you're vegetarian. Or, you know, nuts and seeds, stuff like that. So lo- a big fistful of protein. So basically that should be on your plate. So think of a steak, the easy one for this one. So a fistful of protein. And then loads of color, loads of vegetables on that plate, loaded up with vegetables. Very filling, very good for you. And you'll feel very full afterwards. If you're eating a, a lot over the course of the next four weeks, that's the easiest way to choose the right stuff. Protein and color or protein and veg, um, as much as you possibly can. Super salad for starter, protein and veg for mains easy. Loads of protein, loads of veg, happy out. Um, The final tip then is to pick two courses and not three if you're in a restaurant. So starters, mains, desserts. You want to be healthier, pick two. Uh, go for a main and a dessert, or go for a starter and a main. But ideally, not the three. When you look at the quantity, um, not that I'm a calorie counter or that we recommend calorie counting, we don't. But there's a huge amount uh of calories in that, and you no, know, not good. So just pick two. So pick, you know, pick um starter, a main course, or else main course and dessert, or else do what I do and just don't have dessert at all. I'm not. An angel by any shape, uh, way, shape, or means, but desserts just don't do it for me, so I just leave the desserts out. I have a starter and a main course, and that is me very, very happy. Trust me, you won't feel any less full if you haven't had the dessert. Um, but it's a simple little trick. Uh, for sometimes people will, sh- will only choose one course where they have a main course only. Um, in a restaurant, I suppose you're conditioned to having starter and mains. But actually, main course if you are cooking at home is pretty much all you would eat anyway, so that can be a way to do it too. Especially if you want to um, lose weight and are eating out a huge amount, just picking a main course of your protein and veg is probably the healthiest way to do it. Okay, I hope it makes sense. Let's I'll do a quick run through. Um, so, four nights out. Simple tips are are these: never go out on an empty stomach, um, knife and fork down in between each mouthful, water and alcohol so uh, go together on a table or intermittently on a night out uh water before bed um or make your last drink water so you're light if you need it protein and veg in terms of the choices to make if you're in a restaurant and then two courses and not three how's that feel i feel okay we haven't covered the christmas dinner yet but don't worry <laughs> i think we might do an episode on it uh, to cover the christmas dinner on its own um but they're, look, they're easy, they're simple, and they're manageable. Don't try to do something extreme over the course of December because it's not going to work. Even yesterday, I saw some um, some content online uh, from a company advertising someone wants you know, if you wanted to lose uh, a stone in December. No, it's very, very rarely going to happen because it's so busy. There's so much on. So enjoy it. Just try those tips. They will make a big difference uh, to your health. No question about it whatsoever. And they'll help you to get through the worst of December in terms of food and alcohol. Folks, you are listening to the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. This is the December Survival Guide. Simple tips to get you through all that December is going to throw at you. We've looked at food. Um, and alcohol in terms of nights out. Just to kind of quickly look at the alcohol components of it. What should you be drinking? Quality is always key. If you read any of my columns, you'll know that quality is where I'm at in terms of alcohol. So go for the very best of whatever you're drinking. If it's beer, if it's cider, go for organics, go for crafts. They're generally better. Um, I'm a cider drinker when I drink. um, I drink a, a Stonewell. It's an organic cider from Cork. Really, really good. And it tastes like apples. As opposed to some of the more processed ones that taste like Sidonah, if you remember, remember Sidonah from many, many, many years ago, um, the quality of that alcohol is absolutely crucial to look for. So, just get really good quality stuff. Um, and uh, in terms of spirits and mixers, I we generally recommend go for the normal mixers, not the diet mixers, because the normal ones tend to be that little bit better for you. Um, there's there's just less there's just less in them. So. Um, But go for quality. That's the really thing. The really important thing about alcohol, and that's the 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 key message. Now let's have a look at exercise. What can you do to keep exercising through December? Firstly, it is hard because it's wet and it's cold and it's damp and it's windy. I went for a run last night at Malahide in Dublin by the sea, and it was absolutely baltically cold. It really, really was. It was freezing. so the first thing in terms of it is get ready, get the gear. So in the boot, in the car, I had a bag with loads of winter stuff in it. I had gloves, I had a hard shell jacket, I had layers. And layers are the easiest way to get stuff on you. So I had a base layer, I had a top on top of that, and then my kind of windproofer jacket on top of that hat gloves the running tights. yes gentlemen do wear them because they will keep you far warmer than shorts alone Um, and then um, sports socks and runners that's it so the first thing is prepare for December so get the gear it doesn't have to be super expensive by spending more money, it tend la- tends to last longer. That would be my experience. So everyone should have one really good windproof, waterproof jacket. And that generally will be quite expensive. But if it is, it will last. And uh, when the weather is really bad, it comes into its own. So just gear up. As ever, um, avoid the cotton-based fabrics. They're the ones that tend to get wet and sweaty and damp and cold and uncomfortable. So avoid them and go for the sports-based fabrics. So fit dry, dry fit, um. All of those, and in terms of socks, go for again the sports socks that are slightly more light than, than than cotton. They're better for you, and they're just they're they're, they're more comfortable to to, to train in. Um, we are going to have a Christmas uh, presents episode coming up with gear recommendations and stuff. So have a listen in for that if you if you're thinking of asking Santa for um, some new exercise gear. But the first thing is a plan for it. So get the right gear, have it in where you're going to need it. For me, I travel a lot, so it's in the car. It's always there. It means the likes of last night, I can gear up, get out for a run got an hour and a quarter done, got home, felt fantastic. It's been a really busy day. So plan and prepare. That's the first thing. Second tip is don't try to do too much. I think people sometimes do that. Oh, I'm going to, you know, run loads in December or exercise, go to the gym loads. And you're trying to build it into your schedule. You're going out more. Life is busier. Don't make it another stress uh, out of that. Make your life as stressed as, as possible when it comes to exercise. So have a look at your diary. Schedule it in when can you get it, when can you get some sessions done, is it balanced, is it achievable, and then go for it. So on a Sunday I map my diary out, and it should be the same for yourselves, map out your week, when are you going to train, what are you going to do, How, what's it going to look like, it's the easiest way to ensure that you can get the right amount of exercise done. If you find you're fatigued, or you're tired, or coming down with a cold, a flu, anything like that, just take the foot off the gas, ease up. Um, if you're sick, Training is going to do very, very little for you. Um, you really won't feel like exercising. Your heart rate will be higher. Um, it's not going to do you a huge amount. So just rest up. If you do get a cold or flu, and there's loads of people, as I sit here today, Gav, my sound producer, has a bit of a flu. And rest up. Rest up is the thing to do. That's really, really important. Just don't push the body uh, too far. The next tip, I've recommended it before, and I do think it's important for December, It's buddy up. So get a friend or a couple of friends set up a WhatsApp group uh, to encourage each other to exercise over the course of December. Myself, I make um, challenges with a couple of friends that, you know, that we're going to do X amount of kilometers or X amount of miles. And that's a really good way to keep focused. So it's, you know, the 100 kilometer challenge or whatever the number is, but gives you something to work towards. And it's competitive between two or three people. And it just you just keep each other focused. Um, so that kind of buddying up, where you have someone you go for a run with, or for a cycle with, or just someone to motivate you, because you motivate them, they motivate you, and it works for everybody. And it's a really simple way. So set a target, pick a pick a challenge. You know, make up your own. Uh, it could be you know you're going to walk to work every day, or stand for longer in work, or go to the gym. You know, ten times in December, or whatever it's going to be. Set that challenge. Put a group around it. And just work towards it. Simple way to do it, uh, but it'll keep you on track, definitely. My next tip is about using events. There's loads on in December. You'd be amazed the amount of events that are on. Uh, The Santa Dash is always one of my favorites. I have a couple of clients who are doing it, where uh, when you register, you get a Santa suit, and you run 5K in a Santa suit on the beach in December, because why not? There's loads of stuff on, so use those events to stay focused. Park runs don't stop. They keep going all the way through December as well. There's lots of stuff on. It's just a matter of finding it because events will keep you focused. They'll keep you motivated. And uh, the consist and the regularity of them just keep you kind of healthier, especially when you don't feel like it. If you paid your money, you printed it off and you're going to do it, that'll make a huge impact. And especially because they're normally in the morning time after the night before a morning time exercise or starting the morning on, a fresh, on a, with a fresh head is always good. And it's a great way to keep you healthy for the rest of that day. Two more. Um, The next one is to measure. Don't stop measuring. You've listened to the podcast before, you'll know measurement is just one of my things. If you want to be healthy, you have to measure something. That shouldn't stop um, in December. So if it's weight, that's fine. I weigh myself normally on a Monday morning. I will weigh all the way through December. Um, I normally lose weight in December because I work a little bit less. My clients are all out having fun and I get to train a bit more myself. Um, So don't forget to measure on a consistent basis. So weight Uh, Your waistline uh, can be a simple one to measure, especially after a big night out. Waistline's a key component of health. But again, once a week, same time, same day, could be your heart rate, could be your one kilometer run or walk walk test, whatever. Just measure something and that measurement continues all the way through December. Um, That's really, really important. My final tip when it comes to exercise is when you do have some time off because towards the latter end of December, people take time off. Um, You might have two, three, four days, depending on how your work schedule is on those days exercise as early in the day as possible so even christmas day christmas day i go out for generally run for 90 minutes or so with my santa hat on me and uh get some exercise done because then i can enjoy the rest of the day guilt-free and have a chocolate macado. oh my god have you had chocolate macados? they are absolutely they're my one weakness my mother-in-law knows that because she generally gets me a box of them um and i have one i kind of give the box out or give them to everybody else but You know, getting your exercise done in the morning when you're off sets you up for the whole day. You'll make better choices. You will feel better. um, You'll be healthier all because of the fact that you just got some exercise done. So use your time off. Again, in terms of clients, um, I generally have my clients do an hour of exercise every day that they're off over the course of Christmas. You might burn four or 500 calories, depending on what you're doing, if it's walking or if it's running. That will really stand to you. If you have a week off and you can burn four to 500 calories a day over the course of a week, that's between two and a half to three and a half thousand calories burnt, which is, you know, a huge amount of calories, huge amount of calories, especially in a time that you're going to be burning more calories anyway um, as part of Christmas. So get it done early. Just get something done on those days that you're off. Because if you do, you'll make better choices, you'll feel better, and you'll balance out the effects of the extra food. Because we all consume extra calories over the course of December. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. So, let's summarize let's just look at them very quickly. One, don't try to do too much. Two, buddy up. Three, pick events to aim for. Four is to measure something. And then the last one is about planning. As I was saying, map your sessions out, plan them in advance, and just work towards them. My final tip in terms of the survival guide for December might surprise you. It may not, depending if you listen to the podcast a good bit or not. Um, and it's this. It's, December's a really good time to use for reflection. And why does that make it into the survival guide? Well, actually, part of surviving December is, is, looking, is looking forward to the future in terms of health. And using it to reflect can be really, really powerful. So, for example, have you hit your targets this year? If you have, great. What have you learned from them? If you haven't, why haven't you hit them? What could you learn from them? It's very much taking, when you have a little bit of time off, putting an hour or two aside, pen and paper, big notepad, and running through, what did I achieve this year in terms of health? Why didn't I achieve it if you didn't achieve it? And the learning outcomes from that. And what am I going to change for next year? That reflection bit. I think a lot of, a huge amount of people miss that. I had a client this morning, she's lost three stone. It looks amazing. Feels fantastic we spent a little bit of time reflecting on the key learning from that, what she's learned over the course of the last year or so. And that reflection is actually really, really powerful, especially when looking forward to next year in terms of goals, targets, health, but also the empowerment from reflecting. So yes, I did that. Even myself, I reflect back on I wanted to do a big endurance race this year. We did the race around Ireland reflecting on that will power me to pick up something else next year, maybe an ultramarathon, maybe another race around Ireland. I'm not quite sure yet. haven't decided, but I'll make that decision in December when I reflect on how this year has gone. You know, was there too much training? Was there maybe not enough training or whatever it may be? Did I do too many uh, hours in work or not enough or whatever? That reflection is really, really crucial. And it will definitely help you to serve, not only survive December, but to set really, really good targets. Um, for January. And as ever, we will have a podcast episode for you to help you with that, um, with myself and uh, two other experts in studio to help you set the right goals. So we have lots of great content coming up. Folks, that's pretty much it, our 20 minutes of December survival guide. Um, when we do these episodes, they tend to be the most popular that we do. The last one that we did, we have over 32,000 listens, which makes me very, very proud indeed. Part of my reflections for this year will be I wanted um, to have a podcast and get the podcast to be successful. And thankfully, less than 30 episodes in, yeah, we've managed to do that. So it makes me very, very proud. Um, that's it. The key thing for December is to have fun, balance it out, don't go too mental, mind your food and your alcohol when you're out, buddy up and really try and keep some form of exercise routine going all the way through december and just keep measuring as ever if you have any questions or feedback you can let us know it's realhelp at independent.ie uh at carl henry pt on twitter and on instagram and have a wonderful day uh, a wonderful december um and i look forward to seeing you next week Son. a health care it's good to live proud sponsor of the real health podcast with carl henry